0: I just yeah I just heard some news today oh yeah hit me it with it was it it, it? It, it it seems my life is gonna change no I'm kidding okay. <laughs> I had to say that earlier and I completely <laughs> forgot oh Nothing. okay, cool no that's just creepy. um with arms wide open of course oh, oh okay right yeah okay I actually was playing it when I first got on the call <laughs> <laughs>
1: Started to get unironically into it. Yeah, now I'm like, you know
0: what, I'm I'm gonna bring it back. I'm I'm gonna take it back and it's actually gonna become cool again. And
1: actually, Wasn't if Scott you look Stapp in the news for something. Wasn't Scott Stapp up to something recently? Probably, yeah. He seems I like mean, the kind of guy that would like start either like a boutique weed store or
2: like a craft brewery.
1: <laughs> I feel
0: like I he see. would
2: be like the opposite, like um He's American? He'd be like a Creed <laughs> creed to me bleeds canadian oh 100 oh he's so from weird. orlando florida yeah
1: art of anarchy 26 uh, that's okay, what it ways. was in 2020 he's it was wrong. announced the staff would portray frank sinatra in the 2022 biopic film <sighs> based on the life of u.s president ronald reagan radical awesome yeah. totally. dennis quaid is sounds- reagan and then oh. okay Tommy Reagan spelled R-A-G-E-N as young Ronald Reagan. Yeah, uh, that's funny. John Voight is in it as Victor was, Novikov. That's... I was going to... Yeah, I was like, oh, I bet you that
0: there's a Quaid involved and John Voight <laughs> and fucking Scott Bayo and all those dudes. <laughs> James Oh, Woods. it's told
1: from the perspective of a former KGB, so it's all about, like... The, the wall coming down. Oh, right. And no.
0: it'll, it'll be like, oh, they, we can't keep up with this Reagan guy. How are we going to? I don't he's know too why quick. they. Yeah. He's
1: too good for us. <laughs> I'm all
0: over the place with my accents, but
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> why, what relationship does Frank Sinatra have with Reagan, though?
0: Frank Sinatra was involved with everything. That dude was, Oh,
1: maybe he's a big well, fan. I,
2: it. To me, that like they probably knew each other when you know they're both in movies and shit uh, like that. yeah, I guess around that's true. the same time. So, you know, why don't um,
1: why don't they have uh, Ronan Farrow play Frank Sinatra? Because I'm pretty sure he's actually like the biological son of Frank Sinatra, despite like Woody Allen saying that he's his like look up a picture oh. of Ronan Farrow and tell me that is not the child of Frank Sinatra. Like it is insane.
2: Ronan Farrow. Oh yeah. Tell me, wow. tell
1: me what genes of Woody Allen's are present in Ronan
2: Farrow? Wow. Yeah. But also, oh, I don't like. Th- I mean, I don't like thinking about it for either of them. But he's <laughs> born in 1987. How old was Frank Sinatra? <laughs> <laughs> We were talking about age gap discourse
0: off mic. We can't. We can't fall right. back into it. No, it's coming back. Ah. It's definitely
2: in my notes. Okay, who'd <sighs> have been seventy two? I just want to say that he was seventy two in eighty oh, in nineteen eighty seven. But they, Luff.
1: but him and Mia Farrow divorced in sixty eight. I'm the timelines are what the hell? I don't know. I don't know. Ronan Farrow to me kind of looks like. Uh, like if one of the mannequins from Team America World Police came to life. He's got those very like angular facial features.
2: That's not bad. Welcome yeah. to
1: There Will Be Phrenology, where we're getting out our calipers <laughs> and measuring the skulls of uh, celebrities.
2: <laughs> well, if anybody deserves to be subjected to that, it's it's celebrities. It's the Hollywood elite. Yeah. yeah. Here's what they don't want you to know. <laughs> celebrities'
0: cranium
1: measurements are just like yours. <laughs> well if we're trying to get guests to uh come on the pod this is certainly a casting call to a certain type of possible guest <laughs> right
3: <laughs> yeah
1: we're gonna be hot on truth social or, or whatever that is right well i'd say that intro is about as yeah. cold as this i wonder beer koozie
2: i was gonna say I don't, i'm wondering how how much or how quickly you can <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with it. <laughs> Fuck, I lost it. I had something.
0: It sounded like, great. It sounded really yeah. good. I could hear the ramp up. Well, yeah. We're hitting just, our
2: stride. Yeah, sorry, I just kind of fell off. Yeah. Speaking of falling off, mm, there it uh, is. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a mis- that was a misdirect. I didn't ever have anything. <laughs> right. It was all just for that. <laughs> Was Hitchcock that uh, invented the MacGuffin? MacGuffin? I uh, he might have coined the term. Okay. Maybe. Um. But uh, yeah. he invented some other things, which we can discuss after after the... in a few minutes. In a couple minutes <laughs> after <laughs> the intro to the show, yeah. Which is, uh, welcome back to there will be duds. I am your co-host TJ, A.K.A. Jay Spot Jack Cheese, and with me as always.
1: As always, hi, I'm Nick, aka Dr. Funk, on Twitch. And with me, as always,
2: as always, I'm Travis,
1: aka the Super General.
2: And as always, we watched a movie this week. That movie being Vertigo from Mm -hmm. 1958, directed by Alfredo (laughs) Hitchcock. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Commit, keep going. It, it, okay. Um, <laughs> it follows... Uh, hey, but if Johnny, anybody
0: listening, if, if you want to be on the show, you know, this riveting discussion.
2: This, <laughs> yeah. This how so low so, the bar is. Yeah. <laughs> follows follows uh, John, Johnny O. Ferguson, played by Jimmy Stewart, uh, returning champ, <laughs> a former police detective who retired uh, partially due to his severe... Acrophobia and vertigo. He is called up by an old friend to investigate uh, the friend's wife, who is acting very strange, who the friend says is like possessed, or like, you know, there's some weird supernatural stuff going on. Um, so Johnny starts following her, and they end up becoming romantically entangled. She ends up killing herself. And then, yeah, it's, it gets a little more twisty from there. Um, it's a you know, it's a classic film noir mystery type thing. Hitchcock doing his doing his thing. So, what what'd you guys think? Anyone want to take it away? Curved so this is up. my bald sec- nuts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this
2: is uh, this is the second time I've seen
1: this movie. First time was uh, in a film interpretation class in college. I mean, it was i i don't remember this movie being as much of a bummer at the end as like when i watched (laughs) it years ago i i kind of forgot i knew that was like a sort of like noir mistaken identity like but i totally forgot about like uh the the dude paying her to be like a MacGuffin of his wife yeah i was like oh shit forgot about that and then it's like oh she's she's kind of complicit in like a lot of a lot of terrible yeah. things, and then mm-hmm. she also falls off the roof and dies. So <laughs> I guess justice is blind, but uh, okay, sure, yeah, but
0: not served because only <laughs> one character served. dies at the end instead of the entire fucking cast. Because this movie sucked so much shit. <laughs> I. I hate this movie a lot. I
1: called it. I I told the Chloe. I was like, this movie one is over an hour and a half long. Yes. And two is like the Sucks. quintessential film school movie because of all of the color and like the potential symbolism that you can pull from the color and all of that. I was like, this is Travis is not gonna like this movie.
0: It's not. It was just like I was having a pretty good weekend. You know, we went to a wedding.
1: Yeah, and then
0: I was like, oh, I'm just going to pop this pop this movie on and then do the the podcast and then yeah, no. You just, just like I was just like I, I was I was like, okay, yeah, it's old and whatever, it's fine right now. And then it was just talking and talking and talking. And then it was no talking, no talking, no talking. <laughs> and then it was talking, talking, talking. And I was just like, just fucking pick a lane. I, just, I don't know. It just bored me to death. <laughs> Talk
2: or don't. Talk or don't. <laughs> Is this a silent film or not? That's
0: what it seemed
2: like. It was like they <laughs> smashed too.
0: Like, I was so bored when the dude was like describing his wife. I was like, I do not care about this at all. Like, I don't care about you. And I don't know. I, I just was bored the whole time. Except for there's the one sequence where it's like, becomes like fantasia disney's fantasia and it's like okay this is kind of getting the trippy. dream sequence
2: yeah and i was like okay yeah i really maybe, like maybe it's
0: gonna turn here because i was you know I, I looked on wikipedia and it was like like 2012 like england selected it it became like the best movie of all time over like citizen kane or something uh-huh. like that and i was like okay you so. can't
2: you can't you can't like read
0: into that shit too much no. though I wasn't like, I was just like I, I just was reading you know like a plot thing because uh, I was like questioning some stuff the, the the I think at that moment it was like he he's like I love you and then I'm like wait a minute didn't you meet like two days ago <laughs> <laughs> what the yeah, fuck are awesome. you talking about so I was like I, I must have missed something and then I look and, and I saw that and I was like okay there must be something that happens that's like interesting but like not enough for me
1: i'd like to think that he's the same dude from harvey because he kind of has that (laughs) same she's like well what do you do and he's like oh you know i like to wander it's like oh yeah that's (laughs) you're the same weirdo from harvey that's like oh yeah me and my friend harvey we're following this chick around and seeing what she's (laughs) doing yeah yeah i see why i can i can i can kind of see why it is on people's list of of like greatest movies of all time and I do try to not almost yeah I do try to not read into that kind of stuff but it's kind of hard to not you know you you're like okay well people yeah. think that this is what it is so like it, I would like to understand why but I think yeah n- having that in mind definitely makes you want to look at it and be like no it's not yeah I, <laughs> I mean <so>. yeah.
0: <laughs> I did I mean whenever they quote-unquote fall in love is that uh-huh. like up until that point, I hated it already. So it was I wasn't even viewing it through that lens. I didn't even know it was close to that. I knew it was like a well-known Hitchcock movie, but I was like, I didn't, I think, I didn't think it was the in that stratosphere. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just uh, there was there was there was a few things where it was just like, uh, like the the acting at first, like some of his facial expressions are like so over the. Top kind of like to almost a comedic sense. I was like, I don't. Is that like Hitchcock's directing? Because like Jimmy Stewart's not like a bad actor. He's like a pretty good actor. I didn't know if it was just f- like he was like no, like more open your mouth wider and you know <laughs> louder that that kind of thing. Give it to me a little bit more horsey, just like yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and and as far as like this being like one of the best movies of all time or whatever, I don't I don't know if that's like. Um, one of those things where people, like, rank the best video games of all time and, like, number two is Legend of Zelda, the original one, and it's just because, like, oh, this is what, every, like, started it all. This is what yeah. inspired everything. And it's, like, th- no, that doesn't I, mean it's a good game, though.
2: I, let's – we this movie is uh, iconic, but maybe it's not great. <laughs> 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 well, and what's um,
0: funny is what it seems to be, like, iconic for is, like, Those like kind of interstitials of like the dreams, the like,
1: well, the camera. I think on on the technical aspects, I think for what this movie was capable of doing in 1958, the technical. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can I can see the Citizen Kane comparison because when Citizen Kane came out, people were like, "Holy shit, how can you do that?" Right, do these shots? Yeah, because I feel like you know, in old films, it was pretty much the camera is still and moves. Maybe mm-hmm. to the, like the left and the right, but like, <laughs> yeah, it's not much more than that. Yeah, and Orson Wells hand we down. Yeah. We pan down. We pan <laughs> up. Uh, yeah. Apparently, Orson Wells hated this movie. Didn't like it. Oh,
2: I, really? I would but, love uh, to hear him talk to about Orson it. Wells. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, there
1: was like a Twitter thread that was going around not too long ago that was just like hey do you guys want to see all the stuff that orson welles shit on and it's like quotes from him about like yeah movies i think and we shows. talked about it before, it's it's yeah. so funny it's so yeah. funny he was he was a hater for for his yeah. whole life
2: yeah i uh i think i think the word um that i would give this movie as a like opposed to greatest and what i think is like in line with citizen kane is is influential like, it's incredibly influential, both of these movies. This and Citizen Kane. And I, like, I think that that is kind of what a lot of people, like, mix up too much in my in my mind. Like, the, you know, Citizen Kane is, like, considered the greatest movie of all time. And it's, like, it's because it's influential. But I'm, like, I don't know. I, like... It's fine. I can, I can watch this and Citizen Kane. And I like Citizen Kane, too. Um, I don't love it. But I like it. Um, I love Orson Welles. Yeah. Uh, But I can see those things, and like in this, I can see a lot of the the techniques, the dolly zoom that was like introduced in this movie. Uh, A lot of the lighting, which it's funny you brought that up first, Travis. Like, oh, you know, or maybe it was Nick that said this. He assumed you were talking about the colors. Yeah, like colors meaning something, or like people looking into stuff, and like it's funny because I wasn't thinking of meaning behind the colors at all but i loved them like i thought this movie looked beautiful mm-hmm. i like meaning like subtext be damned i thought it was so pretty and hmm. uh i yeah i i love visually this movie it was it was yeah. fantastic
0: even when they're um, in the cemetery at first and it looks like they forgot to wipe the lens off and it's all like blurry <laughs> it's like blown out all the whites are I, blown out
2: or, I think that's intentional. I think or it robot. is. I, I fully think that's intentional. If oh. you want me to to add subtext, that is something that I did pick up on, because they also do that blur effect in the apartment, and um, especially highlighted when, uh, uh the the fate you know her 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 actual name I forgot what it was because I just think of Madeline Judy. Yeah. When he finally has her all done up in the way that he wants her to, she walks out of the bathroom through that like light into like yeah. more clear because she's like the ghost from the past coming back to life so there they, you go. they did that shit there is, in... there is some subtext that i picked up well on. it's like <laughs> they
1: do that in uh the philadelphia story which we did last year There were the, uh, whenever it was Catherine hepburn right mm-hmm. yeah every time just... there would be like those certain close-ups on her face they would sort of have that Almost like they they ran their thumb on the lens and smudged yeah. it to give it that sort that of like glowing. Yeah, they, they did that with women a lot in those movies. Yeah, that was to, to, to like, hide their flaws. <laughs> I think that's what that was. <laughs> I honestly
0: think it was to give this like this effect of like, oh, they're so dreamy that it's like, yeah, like almost well, I, like they're a- angelically uh-huh. glowing or something. Hmm. Um. But yeah, Ethereal. I just didn't think it looked good like visually. I, I feel like if it was supposed, I don't know. Like maybe they, that's the best they could come up with. But the final scene in the bell tower, mm-hmm. looking like like 2012 circa Nick shot it, and it's f- like completely out of focus. <laughs> I uh, was like,
2: what when they're like climbing up <laughs> it?
0: No, it's like they're in. It's like the first part where he's like like interrogating her. Basically, it's. I mean unless like my bandwidth like just suddenly crapped out at that specific like <laughs> specific shots i don't know to me it was like it looked ba- it looked bad hm on my hmm. my
1: my watch whatever I'll yeah i, I was originally it. watching this on it. on uh, on, uh, on a plex server and then the file must have been corrupted cuz it skipped 20 minutes so oh. then i had to rent it because it's not available on any of Anything. the streaming services that i pay for Which is weird Uh yeah i was like this is not an obscure movie this is not an obscure yeah. movie it should be on like hbo doesn't have it. it was, i was i was yeah, shocked
2: right. yeah. but
1: uh i didn't think it looked too bad i i mean i do think there is a sort of like uncanny valley effect of when they do like 4K remasters of like movies from this time period Mm. where like it looks weird and almost like green screened because of how much they do that shit. I did, I guess I didn't catch that. I don't, I didn't think that this looked that bad. If in, in, especially during that scene, I guess I didn't, it it wasn't enough for me to like look at it and be like, oh, that looks bad. If, if you Mm -hmm. skip
0: to like 204. 45-ish, and just kind of skip, like, jump around, jump forward a little bit. I mean, I mean, this 20505 is trash.
2: 20505.
0: Like, that whole, like, there's, like, 10 seconds there where it is just, like, I mean.
2: I see what you mean.
0: It's almost, like, just muddled, like, it's like when I take my glasses off, that's what I see.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um oh i tried to open it on itunes i wonder if it's gonna make my computer shit its pants this is bad <laughs> which again which is weird you know, is like
0: i can understand they're kind of you know Interesting. it's that seemed kind of like a run-and-gun type situation like how it was shot I a think little it bit is. which is well you know for the time probably an advanced or newer technique they didn't have like professional steady cam or something but like that's all fine like I can excuse that but at the same time it's like then when you later find out that oh this is like one of the best movies of all time I'm like no sorry I don't see that
2: so reshoot the scene (laughs) so this is interesting there's uh, now that I'm watching back on this I didn't pick up on this but that's basically that's like a long take of them like going up the stairs so basically like they're in focus and then they get to that window and then it's and I'm not saying this like absolves them not being in focus for like a good 30 seconds but like they're in focus and then they're not and then they continue up the stairs and they're back in focus so um yeah i don't know if they just like forgot to adjust the focus for that little bit or, or what or how that worked but
0: yeah because huh. you you could also make the argument because it, it is a long take it's, it's a long scene that like maybe they were just you know in the that moment, the- and we're like, "Oh, we're gonna stop here, and we're gonna do some yeah. lines here." But like the way it's framed, like the window behind it, it looks pretty. It looks like it was intentional. intentional.
3: To me. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Which again, um, like I said, I'm not saying like that invalidates this whole like this movie is terrible because of that, but I'm. It's just a flaw that I was mm-hmm. like. I mean, especially for the climax of the movie, it's like. I mean, mm-hmm. come on some quality um, here
2: some some uh, some pride take some pride in your, your work uh, spe- uh, speaking of the, the ending though the part where like the nun like comes out of the shadows yeah. she like right <laughs> that actually like freaked me out it is yeah
1: <laughs> just I like mean, s-
2: shit like moving in the shadows is just very very creepy it made me think
1: of uh, I haven't seen this movie but I think it's a Japanese horror film where this guy like I forget what it is but he's like going down the hallway somewhere and then he thinks he hears something and he turns around and there's like this woman like you can hardly see her like standing like in the shadow and then she starts like walking towards him it was it was in my Mm -hmm. like YouTube recommended like scariest scenes of all time like one of those watch Mm -hmm. mojo things that I was like god Mm -hmm. damn it I'm gonna click on this I don't want to but I'm (laughs) going to but yeah like it's it's i mean it's shot very very creepy like you can hardly see her in the shadows but you can just barely make her out and you're like kind of second guessing if it's real or not
2: yeah and actually when she spoke i thought it sounded like his uh when the nun speaks at the end I thought it sounded like his his ex wife or ex fiance or whatever, and I was like, I was like, what? I was like, is she gonna like kill them or something? What like?
1: Because there was the like that shows whole up thing, and just pushes them both out. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I did love that like she fell out, and and then she was like, I forget what she said. She was like, she was just what, basically just like, dang. Ding. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She said like, what a shame or something like that. And she yeah. just like starts ding, yeah, and immediately like, hits him with the. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. The spectacles te- testicles while I watch thing like yeah like, <laughs> and, and yeah she, her reaction is like shit dog sorry <laughs> ding, that's the ding, second ding. one this
1: year <laughs> <laughs> Just, <laughs> why does this keep happening I told him to
2: put a fucking padlock on that door <laughs> She's like, maybe I should start announcing myself before I come up here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's, it's like, that one's on me. That's the only way she can come.
0: She has to like, <laughs> oh, yeah. She like dings the bell and then she runs downstairs while it's still like reverberating and she's like, all right, <laughs> I can hear the cops oh. coming.
3: <laughs> what what? Fuck. It's because she's a nun. She's yeah. going
0: to be like celibate, so she's... She's got all these weird, like, So she just develops kinks. the weirdest kinks. <laughs> yeah. <I guess. laughs> oh, okay. This was a question I had. The guy, the, the like, museum guy that, like, knows how, like, about everything that they go and visit, mm-hmm. and, like, he mm-hmm. tells them about, uh, Geraldine or whatever the fuck her name was. Madeline. The pe- er, And, Car- uh, er, Carlotta. Yeah, Carlotta These nuts. Uh, and I uh, already did that. No, I wasn't Nuts. even. I wasn't even trying to. Li- yeah, I wasn't even trying to set that up. But like, yeah, he. would What was his name? Because it sounded like she said "pop evil," <laughs> and oh. I could not.
2: I thought that too. <laughs> pop- I forgot g- about libel. that. Pop libel.
1: What? Pop libel. Libel. Okay,
2: I was oh, gonna
0: okay. check Lebel. the. I was gonna check the cast like the cast list for it, but I I forgot to. So I was I was I just. Oh yeah, pop libel. Was cur- curious because I was like. Whoa! Does that mean something? Like, does that mean something else back in the day or something? <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's Pop Lebel. Okay, so it's. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty close. It has the same basic like phonetic <laughs> structure.
2: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Speaking of the name, something that I was. It's it's nice watching old old movies and getting through them and being like, oh, that wasn't that bad. Like, there was, I like, you're always, like, kind of wincing that there's going to be some, like, general bigotry or whatever. And oh, there wasn't a God. lot in this, but there there was a bit in this that I actually, like, took note of, because I was like, ooh. And it's when he goes to the hotel, and he's like, oh, what's, what's the lady who's staying upstairs? What's her name? And she's like, Carlotta Valdez. He's like, it's a nice name. Foreign, but nice. <laughs> <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs>
0: See, for me,
2: yeah, I was I was more focused
0: on the like, the like, just outright like sexual harassment. It was really creepy. Well, um, yes,
2: that too. The I ho- mean, the
0: whole like romantic thing of like she falls in, the, she jumps in the water. She's in the water for all of eleven seconds, and she becomes just a fucking bump on a log and he jumps in there and he's like dragging her back and then like i was i was like i was laughing when he when it sh- cut and it like shows him like putting her in this car and she looked like <laughs> stiff as a board like her legs were like straight out they weren't even like bent i was like okay and then it cuts and he's just like sitting in his like living room and he's like watching her sleep and then you see that her clothes are like hanging up and i'm like oh Yeah, that's totally appropriate response. I'm going to take this girl home who's like, I guess, frozen to death or something. And then I'm going to disrobe her and put her in my bed. And then she wakes up and she's like, well, why didn't you take me home? As if that would be the appropriate response to pulling someone who is unconscious out of the water (laughs) instead of going to a hospital. (gasps) Like, I don't understand. That whole thing was like. It was like a middle school like daydream of like oh this is how I'll like woo my crush they'll fall well, in the water and I'll it's take the them same home. logic
1: that's behind like the kid from the Sandlot who pretends to drown and then he's like yeah so I can kiss this right
0: right yeah. yeah this elaborate like although I guess in that one it 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 he pulls it off I guess kind of like yeah. it works for like what it is and this it's it works but like that's not how it would work in real life. In fact, like, when he meets the, when she's Judy later on, yeah, I thought that conversation was actually, like, pretty genuine, because she was like, what? Why? No. Yeah. Like it, that felt like a sure. real. I was yeah. like, okay, this is, like, the first part of, like, dialogue between two characters that I'm actually, like, that it was, like, interesting and felt, like, well-written. The rest of it just, I don't know, felt kind of, like, ham, ham-fisted or something, just
2: Yeah, well, I see what you mean. It's it's very like romance movie or uh, maybe not in old romance movies when that's like the focus of the movie. They do tend to take like the whole movie to develop, but like in movies where there is like a romance subplot in older movies, they just like they just happen. Yeah, (laughs) and you just kind of got to roll with it. Like Philadelphia
0: (laughs) Story, and they're weird too. Like you just have to like you know. Yeah. This, is, this is what happened like oh she's about to get married to this guy and she hates you but then in like three days you're also going you're just gonna like get married or or no mm-hmm. it's the other couple that get married right it's just yeah. like two like kind of random people it's like that happens in Wet Hot, Wet Hot American Summer too where it's yeah. like somebody just like walks somebody's getting married and like a random character just like walks down the aisle and they're like we met yesterday or we met a week ago at the <laughs> pharmacy i'm i'm the pharmacist and i've been in love with you ever since
3: <laughs> yeah and she's I, like oh will you okay. marry yeah, me? yeah me too yeah
0: and then they get married she's like i'm sorry i have to marry him and i'm in love with <laughs> yeah. him or something it's just like to so marry ridiculous. this rando
1: yeah well i mean is but i think in the fiction in like the the fiction of the story she's she's been hired <laughs> So you, you would think that she would know that Jimmy Stewart's following her, right? Like, this right, is her yeah. part to play. I th- so it, I, I think, think her reaction her. is subdued and not normal because she is she knows that she's, like, trying to play Jimmy Stewart into thinking that she actually dies.
0: So do you think that she also... Was faking being unconscious and just like let him disrobe I, her the whole time and was just was, like
2: he was. That just was like, the first thing I thought of when when it was revealed that she was like that. It was her or whatever. Um, because I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if it was gonna do like until it did the flashback. I thought you know oh maybe this is a different person and you know it's just playing with like that you know because you've seen that done in movies mm-hmm. too where it's like actually different right. people. Um, But, yeah, that was literally my first thought when it was revealed that it was her. I was like, oh, yikes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The
0: whole, like, idea behind it is creep, like, whether or not she was, like, going, you know, acting something out, he still was, like, that was still weird. Especially taking into consideration that she is 25 years younger than him. It's like...
3: uh,
2: that show then he's was, like, uh, that's like that's that's a Hitchcock thing. Yeah, <laughs> I don't
0: know. Then he was like, "Here, drink this coffee." I was like, "Don't drink that coffee, girl. <laughs> 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 don't do it."
2: <laughs> now nah, we pull out because it's Jimmy Stewart, so you know it's like, "Yeah, sure, yeah, I'll drink no, your yeah." Coffee. <laughs> he represents like true
0: American wholesomeness, so it's like, "Yeah, yeah." You just assume the best from him, like you assume that he yeah. like used those like. Grabber things where, uh, you know, it's got like the little pulley, the little handle on it that you squeeze, and it's got oh, like, oh, when he was like
2: taking his, taking her clothes off, yeah, whatever. and he had like a blindfold yeah. on, he had like yeah. taped
0: his eyes shut and then blindfolded, and he was doing it backwards. <laughs> he, he flipped yeah. all of the mirrors like around so that there's <laughs> no, no chance of a reflection, <laughs> yeah,
2: that so. But he's uh, done the way it so many kinda... times
0: that he can do it, like, perfectly like that. <laughs> Just, like, without pinching her skin at all. <laughs>
2: the, the way that I kind of logic that in my head, and it's funny, because, like, immediately when she was in the bed and she's naked, I went on the Wikipedia page to see if it said, like, what time of year this was set in. And I was like, okay, maybe this is, like... And, like, she is wearing, like, a coat and stuff. And I'm like, okay, maybe this is, like, in the fall or something, right. and she would have been getting, like, hype. You know, you, you have to, like, disrobe or else you're going to get, like, hypothermia right. if the water's I assume, cold. Yeah. And, and then, like, I think he brought her back to his apartment. Yeah, like, he didn't know how she would react, but he's, like, invested. I mean, it's not the best thing, but he's obviously, like, pretty entranced by this woman, so he... I think he did that because he's like, yeah, I'm investigating her and maybe I can explain away way why I couldn't, you know, why I had to take her here. If she starts asking questions or something, I don't know. It's not, it's not perfect logic, but I don't well, know.
0: I thought that too. That was my immediate thing. Like, oh, it must be really cold. But wait a minute. How come he didn't pass out in 11 seconds? Like she did. So well, like, he's a man. Well, yeah, he's a man. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. He's, yeah. um, but, and then like, then she like wakes up and he was like here you'll need this and he hands her a robe and I'm like why don't you just put the robe on her in the first place you disrobed her you can't robe her
2: (laughs) (laughs) I really I like uh, the music I was a big fan of the music too I really like the opening title theme like the main theme and then the whole the one like during the dream sequence in particular I just really like the dream sequence as a whole that was that was really cool uh, it was
0: funny because we were talking to, I, I don't know if you guys were all around but we were talking to somebody um, yesterday at the wedding and they were saying that you need a contrarian on the show and I was like I think we usually have that I Uh-oh. think a lot of the times it's me or a devil's advocate It was the phrase actually and yeah when you said music I was like I I remember distinctly thinking like oh maybe the music is good so I started paying attention to the music and then like Forty minutes later, I was like, "I fucking hate violence. I don't. I don't like violence anymore." <laughs> <laughs> this, this, it just like I don't know. I mean, again, this is take. I'm just going like emotion based. Like this viewing, what it, what did I enjoy? What didn't I enjoy? That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Or that kind of vibe, and and yeah, I just didn't. I didn't enjoy it. So like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. gonna build over the course of two hours or whatever this is. That I'm just like, okay. Yeah, that sucks. Okay, the music is starting to annoy me now. But, yeah.
1: Okay. I think it's um, of its time.
2: Yeah. I think yeah. I think that and like this movie and Hitchcock style, which he does play up more in this movie <clears throat> as opposed to other ones I've seen, but like you're saying like oh the acting, the expressions, the the yeah, the music too. I also think just the exposition. Like that it's it's hard like it's hard comparing like all movies to like present movie day because we're all, you know, everybody knows the tropes. Everybody knows the themes and genre conventions. And they've been
0: done better at, by this point, a lot of uh, them.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess like, but I can still, and it's the same thing where like, yeah, I wouldn't like going back to the legend of Zelda. Uh, analogy or whatever like yeah i think i think that like games like that older well i wouldn't i wouldn't say that with movies because i do think old movies like i still think old movies can potentially be the best movie of all time whereas like old games seven samurai for example yeah seven Samurai is a, is a really good right. example one, one that i have would flaws use and with particular. camera
0: work and there's flaws but yes mm-hmm.
2: I don't think any movie is perfect. I want to say that. I don't think there's no. a single perfect movie or a single perfect game or a single per- perfect piece of there's, anything. Sure. Um, there's... Which, yeah. Which yeah. is why I'm okay giving like tens to stuff that like... I don't know. Some people are like, well, yeah, but there's like, you know, issues. It's like, yeah, everything does. But um, anyways, what I was getting to with the Zelda thing is like... <laughs> It's almost like there needs to be a different list for stuff like that. To where like I can right. I totally I respect the original Legend of Zelda for everything that it did. The whole adventure, the open worldness. But like I never want to pl- I played it once to kind of like get a play under right. my belt and I it's never want to play it again. It's not <laughs> like good. yeah. Yeah. It's um, not a
0: good game. Yeah, it's 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 iconic, but it's not great.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's iconic, it's influential. I would say that with with something like Vertigo, and again Citizen Kane, um, which I both liked. Like um, I don't know if I'd ever wanna like watch Vertigo again, but um, I still liked it. I I will say like I I did enjoy it, and I do I I do get something out of even if they have been done better. Like I think I think Jaws the dolly zoom on Roy Scheider, you know, yeah, that, that one is like, that's like the quintessential, um, dolly zoom shot in, in my eyes. Like that is the one, but seeing it used in this movie every time I was like, Oh, that's so cool. It's so cool to see new camera techniques and new like lighting techniques used in something. I do oh. get something out of that. And like, that does add to my enjoyment. Even if like, it's not in the same way that like I get enjoyment out of something else. It's more of like a historical artifact kind of thing. I mean, people but in 1958, 19- yeah,
1: people in 1958 probably lost their goddamn minds when that happened. They were yeah. like, it, it was uncharted territory at the time, and I think Hitchcock was kind of like an innovator. Innovator, yeah. He was an Ener- innovator. Enervoter? yeah. Yeah. He was an innovator but, of a lot of things that I think have become popular since, like the other famous example of his is the use of i believe it's called soviet montage in uh psycho the the famous shower scene Mm -hmm. where instead of actually showing her being stabbed it's like like a series of images yeah Yeah. that like conveys the idea so it's like i don't know yeah it it might not hold up to like 2022 standards but i don't know some of that stuff like the there was one particular shot that i remember being like damn that's cool and i think it was i think it was at that hotel scene when it reminded me of a shot from psycho actually when he's like going to her hotel room and the like the woman is like kind of letting her up and letting him up sorry and he like the the way that the camera is placed it almost seems like a weird like fixed perspective kind of thing but it's Mm. like he comes up the stairs rounds the corner and then goes down the hallway and it just it had a it had a particular look to it that I was like, that's unsettling and weird, but like a cool angle mm-hmm. for like this shot.
2: Yeah. I, th- yeah. I think the dolly zoom in particular too is like, again, if somebody was making a movie about uh somebody with vertigo now, it's not as like insane, th- like it's not as surprising or whatever to see them use the dolly zoom, but like to invent a shot like that to depict like how do I how do you depict like acrophobia or vertigo visually and like mm-hmm. to think to do that is just uh, it's ingenious I think I'm like I'm so impressed that like of the concept of like because I don't know just like the, the whether it be something in movies or just like technology uh, I, I'm always like fascinated thinking about the invention of something like things that are so commonplace now, but it's, like, to be the first person to think of something like that and, like, to use it for something so perfect, like, fear of heights. Like, that's how you show that.
0: Pythagorean theorem or something like that. Like, how did did somebody, like, even start down that path? But that's the thing with, like, this shot. If you look at it in that lens, which I don't don't know if that's the actual history of it, if they're, like, hey, we need to to depict this somehow. Let's figure out a cool camera move or... Had they done a cool camera move before? And then they're like, that would be good for like fear of falling or, so- or something like that. You know, like it was yeah. already there and they were aware of it. So, I mean, it's still, it's still cool. It's still, it's still a cool like effect, cool shot. Um, and there's, 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 de- there's decent stuff in this movie. I just, I don't know. It's, it's like having like, <laughs> I don't know seen every movie guess, that came what, out like the having the context of 1958 through 19 or 2022 like mm-hmm. film um it's really hard to go back and like forgive some like kind of like I, I don't know it just it like not entertaining cuz like even but even like the the acting like you you actually said this earlier that something about the acting like the the early the early scene like the first Scene where I don't, I can't remember. I think it's when he's in the office. Yeah, with she's drawing Yeah, yeah she's drawn, drawing the bras or whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then he goes up a step and he's like, This is fine. I can look up. I can look down. And then he goes up a step. I can look up. I can look down. And then he looks down and it like does that. And his face is like so comically like weird. <gasps> <laughs> and then like. the, but the end, like I just thought that was like way over the top. But then at the end, it like kind of comes back around and it's like, Okay, this is better. This is like, it's almost like if either like it was shot in order and like at first hitchcock was like oh you got to do it more you got to do I'll mouth like more open that kind of thing and then at the end jimmy stewart's like N- this isn't working this sucks we need to like tone it down a little bit but it there to me there seemed to be a drastic change i thought the last scene in the bell tower i thought the acting was great there i just wish i could have like seen it in focus the whole time I I mean it was just like it was kind of like it seemed like every scene there was like one little thing that I was I was kind of like "Eh." I mean maybe I'm being nitpicky but um I don't know I just like even the story itself I thought was just kind of lame it it, and you know we're talking about like being an originator of something and Mm -hmm. it's kind of that thing of like oh but the whole the thing it was a dream the whole time kind of thing and it's like you've seen that like trope before so it's like you go back and see the original it's kind of like uh, it's it's hard Wait, to see You're just using
2: it. that as an example right? I'm just using it as a
1: no yeah. I'm okay. just using that as an example I
2: thought that's who you're saying I was like what? It, it is funny no. because
1: someone did speculate that it was uh, uh, a, a, a sort of retelling of uh, an occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge Oh that the whole thing was mm. imagined while he was hanging from mm-hmm. like the roof at the very very beginning oh. so it's like mm-hmm. total recall
0: <laughs> sort of Where <laughs> like the whole thing is like yeah it's the whole
2: thing well, or
1: like play the play test episode of black Mirror.
2: well I, I, uh you're, not something but yeah sorry of. yeah
1: you, you were talking about like the very first scene where he's on the stepladder though but like that kind of that kind of informs and sets up that final scene because that's when midge right says now. something about like yeah like you know it's probably not going to go away but like you know maybe another, another traumatic emotional emotional yeah. shock moment would be enough to take it away and so he sort of becomes obsessed with like right I need to get over this I need to get over this and like through Judy that's kind of his like obsession of like one mm. I guess falling in love with her again but also his obsession of like getting over his vertigo and he's like I could, too- I could kill two birds with one stone <laughs> But then I guess <laughs> he does kill two birds in this movie because they both <laughs> die in the exact same way.
2: Oh, well, that's sexy. He kills one. Them, he well, kills no, one bird at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um,
1: He's got plausible one, deniability for the other. Right. <laughs> yeah,
0: and that scene was funny too because it was like, it was like some kind of like, I think it was supposed to be like the. Uh, Psych ward that he was at, or something.
1: Yeah, I was like, like, is this like some sort of impromptu courthouse? Where where are
0: we right now? And then, and then it like cut, and they're like, okay, you guys like may deliberate, and it it felt like they were like, all right, I'm starting the stopwatch now. You have ten seconds, go. And they just like turned around and they were like, we've reached a
3: verdict.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You didn't even talk to everybody yet. (laughs) uh, I don't know. That's again, that's like. It's, it's, I did it's uh, hard to watch a 1958 movie being not in a 1958 mindset
1: and sure no, mm. like,
0: complete awareness of like because like maybe they're just like okay well we're just gonna like uh, what is it I forget what the phrase is where it's just like you know you just like it's uh, fuck like suspending disbelief but in, a va- in a vacuum yeah suspending disbelief oh suspending disbelief because you can just like you can just like accept it like oh you know yeah there's things that they did back then that
1: is you know i think i think i did that with this viewing and i was i i didn't dislike it because i was like yeah this is from 1958 because like yeah mm-hmm. any anytime you watch a movie that has been declared to be the greatest of all time and it's an old movie you're you're going to like want to the the impulse is to judge it by whatever standards of the day there are and you're like yeah but yeah this isn't better than the dark night <laughs> which was like the number yeah. one movie on imdb's list like the week after it came out because everyone was like is yeah. the greatest movie of all time wait yeah was that hyperbole or are you actually saying that this
0: movie is better than the, the dark knight i was i was, he was I saying was, I was, it's not okay or am i yeah no i that's what, i was like <laughs> wait a minute hold on i just want to make sure i'm clear <laughs> <laughs> this is where this is your like traumatic <laughs> emotional like thing that that like that's why you're not watching the batman because you had some kind of traumatic event with dark knight so you can gotta say, get you like, you can gotta, say like waterboard you and then just put the batman on hbo and just like then you'll like oh i like batman now
2: <laughs> you could say that this is nick's joker moment
1: <laughs> yeah this is my origin story yeah,
2: yeah.
1: uh I did get a pretty good laugh out of Midge trying to impress him by painting like the the lady in the painting <laughs> yeah. but then just like like putting her normal ass head with glasses on <laughs> top of the body and he's like oh that's not funny and then he leaves and she's she has her like Scotty from Boogie Nights moment which is like I'm a
2: fucking idiot oh, I'm yeah. an idiot I've, I thought of I thought of uh, it crowd of, no, I thought of Dennis because oh. she was like an idiot, idiot savage. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> no, see, I thought
0: of Dennis where he's drawing like sketches of like dresses because they like do like a sweatshop yeah. thing, and Charlotte Oh like, yeah, oh, yeah, he's like turned on by him or whatever. <laughs> um, but then I also thought of the it crowd thing because she's like. Oh, this is the new bra. It uses no straps. No nothing. It's like freestanding. I use this oh, engineering yeah. principle. And like that's what that's I in the IT crowd when uh, Moss like makes this this like the most comfortable bra of all time, but then like it has a like, fatal flaws of that it catches on Isn't fire. That,
2: yeah, it <laughs> catches on fire, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I also
1: like like how Jimmy Stewart sees it and he's like, Well gee, watch this and she's like, It's a <laughs> it's a Brazier. He's like, oh <laughs> yeah. she's
2: like you know what those are
1: yeah um but i will yeah, say he's like oh my
2: well travis travis got his it's
1: always sunny reference so i'll get my sopranos reference yeah in. i've that was me um the that was the, me. the painting <laughs> oh you did
0: mention that i was yeah
1: yeah the sweatshop scene right yeah yeah um oh. the uh in the sopranos the in like the later one of the later seasons tony becomes obsessed with like a racehorse to the point where he buys it because like he wins a bunch of money like, gambling off of this racehorse and he commissions a painting of like him standing next to the horse and then spoilers like the horse dies it's like a point of contention in the show and he gets <laughs> mad like he, he gets presented this painting and he's pissed because it like reminds him of the horse being dying and so he's like Being trying dying. to get it destroyed. And then Polly and other characters like, no, 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 keep it. Keep it. I want to keep this horse like this painting. And then he like gets haunted by like Tony standing next to this horse. And so he he takes it into um, like the painter and has the dude like redo the painting. So instead of like Tony smoking a cigar, wearing like his business suit, they paint over it. So he looks like Napoleon standing next to this <laughs> horse and then it's like there's like a scene where it's like hanging up above his fireplace and like there's a shot where he's just like looking at it and it just keeps zooming in closer and closer (laughs) on tony and he's just got like that dumb like grin on his face and he looks like napoleon but it's just like it's like a classical painting but with like a very hyper realistic person on it and that's what i thought Mm -hmm. of when i
2: saw like midge with like her glasses
1: (laughs) it's like oh i thought
2: I thought you were going to say he changed it so it was Tony standing next to Spongebob. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that exists as a Photoshop, like, somewhere. Someone has done that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, then here's my uh, On Cinema reference. Yeah. I I don't know. They probably talk about Alfred Hitchcock at some point. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I... (laughs) So... Uh, I did, I did have some, like, this is the thing, is like, I, yeah, I, I would not say that this is like, uh, again, I said I, overall, this is like a, a net positive, I'll say that, I would say it was entertaining, um, uh, I, going back to like the best, no, it's not the best movie of all time, no, but, I, like, I could, I can totally see why people put it on, like, a list of like most important movies of all time or like there's the uh the national film registry where like you know important films are are stored and like saved and whatever and like yeah this movie for sure belongs in that um but i definitely had issues with uh the plot the mystery of it all i was i was mostly um, into Like, I liked... It did keep me guessing throughout, like, the whole plot. And, like, you know, her killing herself, quote-unquote, in the middle of the movie surprised me. I thought she actually killed herself for a little bit. Um, so, I was happy that the movie was kind of subverting my expectations a bit. Um, but then, like, it starts revealing stuff, and I'm like... that Like, when you see the flashback... Uh, Judy's flashback and showing like you know she goes up there you know revealing the whole like the plot to kill his wife or whatever. I'm like S- like that is such an elaborate plot to like you like not only is he having her like fake being his wife but like he's having her fake his wife who is possessed by her ancestor who like also killed so her many things. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like Yeah, Yeah. you had to, you had, and maybe he picked Jimmy Stewart because he knows that he's kind of, like, damaged because of his phobias and stuff, but still, like, holy shit, that is such a limb to go out on. (laughs) Well, and, and that was
0: another, like, kind of question that I had, um, was, was, like, it, it sounded like, on Wikipedia, it, it sounds like the, um, it's, it sounded like the... That he he had like based off the Wikipedia, it sounded like he had like just recently murdered her because you know there was like two or three days where, uh, right, he was like, or actually there was because it was to keep like a fresh
2: body or whatever,
0: right? And it was yeah, so it's kind of like he just killed her, but then like where was she? Like how was his wife not seen other places? You know, this is kind of you know. Like, did mm. he have her locked up in the basement,
1: and then he killed oh, her, and then... He said that she hardly ever comes into town.
2: Yeah, that, okay, yeah, that's right.
1: So, Jimmy, like, Jimmy Stewart wouldn't be like, oh, you're not his real wife, because I don't think he's ever seen his real wife. No, he was I'm not like, talking about... That
2: I was fine with, yeah.
1: I'm not talking about Jimmy Stewart being fooled
0: or not. I'm talking about, like, you know, I guess if she hardly ever came into town,
3: uh...
2: Yeah, I, and I think he just, like, the only person he really had to worry about was Jimmy Stewart. If anybody else saw his wife in between there, it didn't matter. Jimmy Stewart thought that Kim Novak was his wife, so... Yeah, no, I it, was just saying know. that, like, there's other witnesses if she did go
0: into town and was like, oh, I have to buy a loaf of bread.
2: I see, and, and like, the, if you're saying, like, like uh Alibis like yeah don't yeah right sure. and then somebody's like wait a minute I saw her here the other day right and yeah like, what yeah but that's yeah. true too yeah I I also put he, yeah and like the weirdest part was that like the most like it was just so creepy after he like meets Judy and he's like I I guess you're starting to get the like he's he's starting to kind of lose it right because especially. Yeah the ending scene he is like he's well, obviously like going crazy but like oh man it was, <laughs> it was and, and it is weird to see jimmy stewart play such a like obsessive creep and he's like no you have to wear the exact and she's like i want to leave yeah, like yeah and he's like no you have to wear this exact clothes and he's like oh yes let's dye your hair oh you're yeah. not wearing it the right way oh it was it was oh,
0: none but also <laughs> she's like
2: She's like, yes, I'm gonna do this because I love you. And even when he's forcing her to do all this stuff, she's like, oh, I love him so much. I love all these right. things that he's forcing me to do to be like Cause he, the fake me.
0: Cause, yeah, because he's representing all of America's wholesome values. So that's what she sees is all of America's wholesome yeah. values.
2: But I, think it's, I yeah. think it's a classic case of what no pussy does to an MF. So. yeah it's like that
1: is one of my last lines is like this is the horniest dude in the history of cinema yeah <laughs> yeah um he uh the
0: when he the funny thing is is that like the first whatever she dies the who his his love interest dies and then he goes like catatonic basically and he's in yeah. like a uh, Whatever, psych ward or whatever, Sanitarium he's committed. Or whatever. Yeah, and he's never like he doesn't talk. He's like mute and stuff. And then like
1: he's rehabilitated, his ass.
0: right? And they they he's rehabilitated. And then when he gets out, is when he does all this like weird shit. And he like ramps like <laughs> right back up. It's like maybe we should mm-hmm. just That's let true. this dude mute in a room. Yeah,
2: you could, yeah. That, I didn't, I didn't really like think of it that way but yeah it could just be like yeah maybe he shouldn't have been let out maybe he is like he did snap after that I mean he did but then like the movie's like
1: no he was right the whole time
3: (laughs) yeah it's like (laughs) but also
1: (laughs) if he yeah she was she did a
0: bad thing but uh he's got a double body count but he's right I mean
2: yeah she did a bad thing but one she was she was uh she was complicit but like she wasn't the one that like you know wanted to kill the girl or you know like and there's there's no real like oh yeah your friend killed his wife he's like okay all right but let's get to you i mean we'll we'll deal with him after the movie's over
0: (laughs) i also didn't i didn't really vibe with the whole thing of like i was running up there to stop him it's like what no that doesn't make any sense you're going you're you're acting out the exact thing that you're supposed to act out no. to get her yeah. to fall out like instead of just being like no I'm just not going to go up there what's he going to do
2: no I think it was I think what she was saying is like she went up there and then like in the moment she screamed because I she was saying like she maybe it was just, yeah. I think that's like what she was saying and so it was like, like she, she was up there as as she and she was, there and was like I, and she like saw him do it she was like oh shit hmm. I don't want to do it you know
0: I I yeah, maybe us. I misheard something, or I, I swear she like said something like that. Like she was, I was going up there to stop him, but maybe I missed. You know, I was focused. Well, also, on I mean, Jimmy Stewart was funny. like
1: going nuts, so she's probably like saying whatever. Yeah. You know, she feels like That's she true. needs to say because That's this true. dude Could be that for the last week has been dolling you up to look like some dead girl, and she's like, "Oh, <laughs> this dude and she's just going has gone crazy." It. And she's like, okay, I, well, I didn't want to do it. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And then it uh-huh. doesn't matter because she... <laughs> some nun scares her out the window. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like, like you Like, right after I, they like, making out again. You could spook yeah. me, and I don't think you would spook me enough to, like, make me forcibly right. eject myself out of, like, a bell tower. Well, this was the 50s. You're supposed to, like, announce yourself and, like... <laughs> that's what well, it, there was <laughs> she wasn't scared the nun was being uncouth and she yeah sh- she was not following proper procedure Very, there wasn't
2: <laughs> there was a scene
0: where i think it was when uh the oh, i forgot her name uh, midge like midge. Yeah. going. i think it's when Minge. she's going to talk to some like <laughs> that's a that or something and like it's it's the doctor's like just in another room and like the nurse like walks in and they're like please please accept whatever uh i don't know she just like introduces midge to the doctor like introduces him her to the room essentially like announces her i was like oh okay that's super proper so that's yeah that's why she was pissed off she was just like i'm never coming back to this nunnery (laughs) <laughs> in fact, I'm going to protest.
2: The, oh, I did have a little Eh, it's not I there was a couple other like technical flubs that I noticed, but the, I guess the last note that I'll Oh no, that one's good too. But I since we're on the ending, I I wrote down like in the middle of the ending scene and maybe this is why I missed the out of focus thing, but I wrote down stop looking down you fucking goon cuz like <laughs> Just don't look down, and you know, just keep, just keep going, just keep going. Like you, you, aren't you like super invested in this conversation? You're, you're or like you're trying to get out of this girl. So like, stop looking down, and you know, yeah, maybe it won't be as bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've only this is like the fourth Jimmy Stewart movie that I've seen, and and maybe this is our, our problematic element of the show. But it just seems like every movie that I've seen, Jimmy Stewart is like playing an autistic guy. <laughs> that's because he sounds southern so. what's what's it, the
2: one you saw before well the, the rear window oh right he's, yeah
1: he's like he's in a wheelchair and he's like obsessed with this he's like hyper focused on this well i mean in every okay. movie he's you know, weird he, you know, he's like autistic but then he's like proven right every single movie harvey the bunny exists rear window that dude actually did murder her philadelphia story I don't remember. And then this movie, <laughs> this movie, he was right. It was a normal. fake
2: girl. She's actually alive. It's. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing with like Rear Window is like he's cooped up in his apartment because yeah. he's like handicapped, right. and like yeah. I don't think that's it's supposed to be like he's on. <laughs> he be yeah, Nick, you be upset. You realize autistic. that people like, right, just because
0: it. somebody's in a wheelchair, they're not autistic, no. right? <laughs> They don't go hand in hand.
1: <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think time, that's time. Yeah, n- Let's uh... see somebody in like a complete body cast, and in they're in a, he's in like, a an iron he's lung. like, oh, They're super <laughs> autistic. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Damn, that's one autistic kid.
2: <laughs> what a, Yeah. What a way to round it out. yeah (laughs) yeah conversation (laughs) um okay no i want tra i guess i want travis to start i want to see i want to see what our baseline is
0: (laughs) okay um okay so uh yeah like i said it's 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 hard for me to not view everything just like in my i just try to like put the movie on and not think about anything else other than like am i enjoying this and how much Mm -hmm. um not putting like oh i need to think like i wear a suit and tie and a little hat every time day i go to work anytime i need to go fill up my gas tank uh you know all proper 50s american shit i don't know like i I just i'm present day i'm living in the moment Mm -hmm. and uh yeah i just didn't like I, i feel like i'm not like super biased towards like early movies like this because like seven samurai is like one of my favorite movies i thought philadelphia 12 angry story Man. 12 angry men uh i almost said Fifty First first <laughs> philadelphia <laughs> story right philadelphia story yeah i
2: think like, we all
0: like enjoyed it that was, one it was right? enjoyable for yeah. like how wacky you know it's wacky but like you know i and i can look past like flaws in like camera work mm-hmm. especially early but there's some things where it's like, okay, but now you're kind of from my perspective, you're kind of diminishing the overall product. So I really didn't enjoy this at all. Um I kind of perked up when the the like Vertigo cartoony when I saw that and I was like, okay, we're 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 this is some un untreaded waters here. Um but then it really just like went right back to what it was doing and I thought the plot was kind of like Str- strange i didn't really enjoy it uh uh two
3: okay.
0: i really did not like it. i mean i was yeah it's like chunking express it's like i just i just didn't like it
3: mm.
0: and i was thinking like am i just like being grumpy right now because i got four hours of sleep and I, <laughs> I, I, I was really i was trying hard to like give it a chance Cause I like, you know, I like other Hitchcock movies. I like, uh, like Psycho. I like Rear Window, and uh, I think Rear Window is probably my favorite. And North by Northwest is good too. But yeah, I've, I just didn't like it. Didn't enjoy my time.
2: I f- I feel like anybody who's not trying to be like a, a a quintessential film snob, their favorite Hitchcock is gonna be Rear Window. That's the correct answer, I think. <laughs> I mean I um, haven't
0: seen them in a while. I th- North by Northwest is is really cool North, too, but like Yeah,
2: North by Northwest is maybe my second favorite. I I really like yeah. North by Northwest too. Yeah, I um I don't know, like I said I was I was mostly invested in like the mystery of it. That was my favorite aspect of the plot was just like finding out what was going on. Um I I think my biggest issue with the story other than those kind of problematic or creepy elements was just I couldn't really connect any of the characters. I wasn't like I wasn't vibing with any of the characters all that much. Um uh so it just kind of made it hard for me to get really invested uh beyond what's going to happen next. Technically, visually I really enjoyed the movie. I yeah, meaning meaning behind it or not i thought like the lighting like in the apartment was awesome i love like the green the green glow on them as they were talking in there her walking into the shadow so so like she's completely in dark but you see like the the green silhouette around her whatever um whole dream sequence, all that stuff. And just like generally the coloring of it in, in general was, was really it was, it was a very nice it's it's the anti ghost rider spirit of vengeance. I thought I thought the <laughs> the color grading was really well done. Um consistent. Yeah, yeah. Very <laughs> consistent. Yeah. And and also like the uh the I didn't really talk about this, but like a lot of this was shot on location. Like they went to the Redwood Forest for like that scene. Um I like how I like when movies make a city feel like a city. And I think that this really kind of brought out a lot of San Francisco. Um, I still enjoyed Jimmy Stewart, even if I didn't enjoy, or like, like I said, if I didn't connect to his character that said, I think, I think a six feels right to me. Uh, maybe a little higher, uh, but I'll stick with a six, I guess I was, I was kind of between a six and a seven, but, um, so maybe I'll go a little higher. I'll do like a 6.2. Let's do that. I'll do a 6.2. Feels like Five slightly six. more than. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, I'm uh I I'm pretty much sitting right around a six as well. Okay. Uh, this you know I I guess I do have a little bit of that hindsight of like I've seen this before so I kind of knew what was going on but it's it's been a long enough time where there were certain details where like oh yeah that crazy shit happens I totally forgot about that. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. but I will echo what you said, and i, I guess we didn't—we didn't talk about it too much. But I really do think that like a lot of the color in this was very cool and like very well utilized. Like the first sign, the first scene where you see Magdalene, Marjorie, Ma- whatever, her Madeline. Name. Madeline, Madeline, Madeline—not none of those. Okay, the first time <sighs> you see her, it's like that red room, and then like she's wearing the green. Yeah. just the I way that like that they, they, they kind of cool they like like visually introduce these kind of things like like there's one point where like you know they're in the redwood forests and he's he's wearing a tie and it's like it's got red and green stripes so it's like he's i i you know i i got a little film schoolie with it where i was like oh he's <laughs> kind of like this is him like kind of falling for like their colors are are matching where she's green and oh, i didn't and he's, think you know, i don't know it's sometimes it's fun to think of things in that way if you're not a pretentious wad about it um (laughs) but like overall i yeah it's it's the iconic versus good theory like this is like a perfect example of that because like you know he he did innovate a lot of things and i think it's almost i mean i guess him and him and Kubrick would have been contemporaries at the time but like yeah. it's almost Kubrickian like it, I, I, like the, the dream sequence where like he's doing the colors and all that shit reminded me of like the sequence from 2001 where he's like kind of going through that crazy shit and like there were a lot of really cool elements in that way and uh, I don't know yeah it's I definitely like the driving scenes where like he's following her and tailing her I was like uh huh mm-hmm. yep I get it yeah <laughs> I get it. We're we're still all Cool. I was thinking like the
0: the trailing scene or the chase chase scene. I guess you would call it the end of High and Low, where it was like, oh yeah, this is cool. But I I thought of that too. Still happening. I thought
2: of that too, but at least like the the bit in High and Low was more like interestingly like shot or like you know they brought to that club that was really like bustling, more like activity. Yeah, yeah. But I also thought of High and Low. Yeah, and I I thought when in, like, the, the middle of that long tailing sequence, I was like, no wonder he's not a private investigator. He's obvious as fuck he's like yeah, six he and is. a half feet tall she's in the middle of yeah. this fucking garden and he's the only other person there and he's like oh she's not facing my direction so she doesn't know that I'm here yeah. no way but it's yeah. like you can tell you know you,
0: like you she's a T sense when
2: there's other people around you know right? She yeah knew. she
0: gets to the end of that one walk and he's like frozen like deer in, a, in the headlights yeah. and <laughs> she just like stands there for a little bit and you're like dude she fucking sees you like she sees you just because she doesn't look at you and go High like she she sees yeah. you but
1: yeah. yeah i was watching and i was like okay okay maybe 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 she doesn't see him but then like the scene where she jumps into the bay and like his car literally pulls up behind her i was like you are the right. most unsubtle detective i've yeah, but- ever seen <laughs> that's what right. i was it's ridiculous like, uh but yeah uh six six for me uh I don't know maybe I'd watch it like if, if I was feeling like watching some Hitchcock classics but I'd probably rather just watch like Rear Window or one I haven't seen right or a lot of
2: yeah there's yeah. there's there's quite a few like basically one that we've mentioned are ones that I would much rather watch like Love yeah. Rear Window uh, North by Northwest I may have mentioned it before but another one of my favorites of his that isn't as well or it's not as talked about as uh, Strangers on a Train um that one's great. That's like that's like a good like uh, crime comedy type thing. Uh, and Psycho, Psycho's awesome too. Um, yeah, but yeah. I thought, I thought
0: you guys were gonna be more in like the high seven to eight range, so
2: I don't uh, feel uh, as well, this, like
0: contrarian or Devil's Advocate with my two.
2: Well, this is the thing. Is like like I think I I try to I, I am trying to go back to. I feel like when we started this, I had like a, a rating scale and then I feel like doing this, I have kind of, I've raised my numbers a bit. Yeah. And I'm, I'm trying to get back to like what my initial thing was. Um, and that's like, yeah. So like I still, that's what I mean. Like a six to me is still like a good, a good score. It's just not like anything super crazy, you know? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, By the way, I found the the part in the movie where he he says, "It's in the bell tower, tower, the final scene." He said, "Why did you scream?" And then she says, "I wanted to stop it, Scotty. I ran up to stop it." So, hmm. speaking of stopping it,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: here's an ad break. <laughs>
2: yeah. Break time. Does anybody need to? No. Break. I have, no I'm good. I, yeah. Yeah. You sure?
0: Get, get it, get it going, really. You
2: sure, Nick?
1: <laughs> do you Do yeah. you want me to? You know, Wait. I could probably, uh, I could probably, I could probably force a piss.
2: Hey guys, okay. I'll be right Wait. back. <laughs> I was I was trying to look for ways to, uh, to like block his video or whatever, but didn't do it quick enough. Okay. Um.
0: Yeah, let's not do anything this time, <laughs> just to keep
2: <laughs> him on his toes. Okay. <laughs>
0: Make him go fist, and then yeah, have anything. okay. I but like let's that. pretend like we're doing something, so it's like yeah, yeah. and like, like laugh when he comes in. Make sure we like laugh. <laughs> so that <looks> like <laughs> we really <laughs> got him. <laughs> we really skewered him. Damn, he's been gone a long time too. This yeah, he has. We're this would have really been really able. good
3: for it, <laughs> but it um, actually
0: kind of makes the joke that we got makes it
2: even better. Yeah, that's true. Because we had so much.
0: I, and I was just like playing beer pong and I would be like dancing with them and now we got to pretend like we're laughing really hard.
1: <laughs> I wholeheartedly endorse everything that was just said. I agree <laughs> tremendously. I'm so glad we're all on the same page about this.
2: Yeah. Can't wait for you to hear this one.
1: Oh, it's going to be great. I still haven't gotten to the Ghost Rider edit, so oh, really? I'm on pins and needles. Oh, yeah, really? I'm getting there.
2: The Ghost Rider one was is great that one's okay. is it? that one's the best it. episode of there won't be nick yet I think. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm so i'm so glad that there will be duds gets to guest on there won't be nick yeah did it's you get to the a...
2: beginning because that was the whole like gist of that one
1: yeah that's <laughs> yeah okay yeah okay i wasn't sure that was just a cool <laughs> <introduction>. <laughs> oh yeah
2: that
0: sounds vaguely familiar yeah so we said, I like how the we show said it went... was
2: sponsored by there will be duds and uh, yeah. and <laughs> right. an hour long preview or whatever i do yeah, like how right. the
1: show has organically come up with our we've come up with like bits that like yeah. i don't know i'm pretty sure other than like a handful of our friends are the only ones who listen to this but we're less like adding new bits like every single week that have become recurring things
0: yeah 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 we ha- we could have our own like like uh figurine like action figure like Funko a, some Pops. of the characters that we've came come up, yeah. What was the Robert De Niro one? Oh, uh, Bobby Dinner Plate. Bobby, <laughs> Bobby <laughs> Dinner Plate. Like <laughs> That's we right. we have like we're starting to get this like.
1: There's uh, a mythos. Yeah,
0: yeah, like almost like McElroy esque. Like we have like Glass Shark. Like you can reference. Stuff oh like yeah. That, like, oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah. like th- we don't have the following to like support the mythos, so it just yeah. like evaporates.
2: Yeah. Let's wait but. until like we start getting speaking of like glass shark until people start attacking us for Nick's yeah. impersonations of like Jimmy Stewart being like, actually you sound kind of like this, uh, t- kind of people from this very specific part yeah, of right. Alabama yeah. and it's not cool. <laughs> actually,
0: everybody in wheelchairs are autistic. Yeah. How
1: <laughs> ableist of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, how dare you say that people with transatlantic accents are all autistic?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I think with that, we're thinking. back.
1: We're back. Yeah, I'm thinking we're, we're back.
2: back. Um. Okay, we're back, and uh, I had a little thing to talk about that I think I can keep short because I purposely don't want to go too into it because. I don't want to give too much away um but i recently watched the mini series devs which was written and directed by alex garland um is on fx i think it came out last year it's got uh nick offerman allison pill the main girl's name is sonoya mizuno i think is her actual name um she's been in a couple of other alex garland things so I think she's kind of like a regular oh
1: she's um, uh sorry i'll
2: she's on the she's one of the robots in ex machina
1: uh, is she the one that like dances with him in that in that scene yeah
2: nice yeah. okay awesome um uh so in short the ba- basic plot synopsis is that um all these people work at this this uh uh sort of cutting edge tech company in northern california i think san francisco uh, coincidentally, um, I think they, they live in San Francisco uh, but you know it's like out in the woods it's it's away from like the city and everything and there's this uh, department known only as devs and it's like in a separate building from the rest of the company um, it's like it's like in a completely separate area of like the, the whole like uh, company's like campus it's really secretive nobody knows what goes on there what they what they even do and basically the main characters uh, boyfriend um, in the first episode he gets like promoted to devs Um, so after this like really intense kind of like interview and vetting process he gets admitted and uh, he works there for a day and then he is found dead a few days later um, from an apparent suicide. So then, like, it follows the main character, which is his that guy's girlfriend, who's investigate or like trying to find out like what actually happened to him mm-hmm. because there's you know, a lot of stuff that's you know suspicious about it and whatever. Uh, as she like finds out what happened with him, as well as like what is Dev's, um, it's it uh, does a lot of theorizing on free will versus determinism type, sci- like, concepts that I love, I love, like, sci-fi things that, that, uh, play with that kind of stuff, um, I thought it was, it was fucking great, I really loved it, I, uh, I actually, I will say, of the stuff that Alex, of the movies Alex Garland has directed, I haven't, I haven't really liked, I mean, I've liked them, I guess, uh, but they're mostly just kind of mid I think Ex Machina is like, all right. I think uh, Annihilation is pretty mid. Um, But I will say, he's written one of my favorite sci-fi movies of all time, that being Sunshine. Um, And he wrote uh, probably one of my favorite zombie movies, too, with 28 Days Later. So he has some really good shit under his belt. Also, he wrote uh, Dread from, like, 2012, the Judge Dread uh, adaptation, which is also fucking great. Uh, okay love that movie um so i love him as a screenwriter i just haven't loved anything that he has like had total control of that being said i i do really want to see men men his new movie yeah um he, he's one of those directors that i'll always check out his stuff right even even if not everything that he's done has wild me but uh yeah so i'll say that devs is the first thing of his that he has written and directed that i i really enjoyed and yeah, I, again, I don't really want to say any more about what it's about or what goes on, but um, the acting was great. Never seen Nick Offerman do, like, a serious role like that, and he was really good. Um, there was a lot of moments that made me go, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. A lot of those moments in it. Really good, twisty, low low sci-fi story. Um, yeah, I I really really highly recommend it it was, it was great and it's only eight episodes so oh hell lo- yeah low commitment for a tv show uh
1: that is uh, i don't know that is kind of ironic because i think at the, at the wedding uh yesterday i was talking with friend of the show connor we, we were talking about uh actually i was talking to james and charlie also friends of the show um <laughs> It seems like whenever we all get together, we're always like, "What are you watching? What are you watching?" Like one of those things. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I was talking about Better Call Saul because we just finished the fifth season of that and started the sixth season of it, and um, I don't have too much to say about that other than it's pretty damn good, and I, I'm very excited to see um, how they fully transition it into Breaking Bad because like mm-hmm. all the pieces are starting to like kind of fall into place, and I think they're doing mm-hmm. a very good job of it. But we were talking about like these, um, a lot of these shows with traditionally comedic actors that are taking on drama. Because in the first three seasons of Better Call Saul, it's like Bob Odenkirk comes from like Mr. Show, and then Michael McKean comes from like was he on SNL?
2: Uh, no, but he's in like Christopher Guest. He's, he's in, in Spinal Tap. He's in, yeah. I think he's in Best in Show. But he's like Christopher Guest, and he's in Clue. He's... Yeah,
1: so a very traditional comedic guy, mm-hmm. and they're both like powerhouses in Better Call Saul. Like Michael yeah. McKean, especially as Chuck, is like insane. He's crazy good. Yeah, but um, I, I, I sent you a message about it. But I did watch the first episode of Barry, which stars That's Bill right. Hader, yeah. who also like does these comedic roles, and it's mm-hmm. it's really interesting to see that 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 trend. And I think. I think I read somewhere that, like, it, it's almost like as a comedic actor, you have, like, a better grasp of, like, the spectrum of, 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 like, emotions rather than, like, if you're just dramatic, if you're just a dramatic actor, mm-hmm. you know, blah, 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 blah. But it's like comedians kind of have, like, a better sense of it. I don't know. I'm talking out my ass, maybe. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it, it, it was pretty great, though. And I don't, did you understand my message that I sent to you? I realized that it was kind of about uh barry it was just a a tiny little detail that i felt very smart for picking up on in the first episode i don't i didn't realize it shows up in 2018 also which is i was like oh i've i've never heard of it until now um when barry like walks up to the acting clinic and like the girl is practicing her monologue yeah yeah it's it's the pharmacy scene monologue from magnolia where Julianne yeah, Moore yeah. is, like, picking up that. the prescription drugs for, like, Tom Cruise's dying dad. And mm. she's, like... <laughs> it's funny that, like, the actress in that, in Barry, is, like, kind of going over the top because Julianne Moore in that scene is, like... It's like Paul Thomas Anderson was, like, you go over the top. Like, overact your ass off because that's exactly how she does it in that scene in the movie. Mm. It's, kind of, it's kind of funny looking at it now. Yeah. Yeah um i do have a note from like i almost forgot about it because i i just wrote back into the x files and -hmm. i had to remember because it was like two weeks ago now but uh we watched i think it's two of like the most um like iconic episodes of the show it was two fathers one son okay it's, like, season six. How many cups? It's it's. I, it's, 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 it's what I thought. I was, like, two, two Fathers, One Cup. Um, But it was, like, it was two, like, back-to-back mythos of the show, like, Conspiracy, Smoking Man, Krychek, Spengler, all of, like, those characters. Mm-hmm. And, like, honestly watching it, I was, like, that probably could have been like the series finale oh yeah and then there's like five more seasons after that (laughs) and i have heard that the show does jump the shark and it's like at a a certain point yeah a lot of like the myth arc episodes be just become like so unbelievably convoluted that it's like pointless because like we were watching them and i was like damn like the show could have ended on that and then we're like what's the next episode and it's called like aquatic men are like god damn it they're gonna go (laughs) (laughs) it's like this is is like the nature of x files it's like two heavy hitting episodes where like so much happens and people die and the smoking man is doing this and aliens are real and holy shit we're gonna get assimilated yeah and then it's like aquaman's real guys let's go figure that one out (laughs) yeah but those episodes are great
2: yeah the show's like Still, it's not like the show sucks later on, but oh, like I'm I'm in for the ride. Like it's yeah, it's it's still got like fun X Files stuff, but yeah, I I would say that there is like a shark jump moment or like episodes or whatever, and yeah, it loses like the the impact, I guess. Like I think like what happened with Heroes. Uh, which was, you know, everybody loved the first season. And then everybody hated everything after that. I don't, I didn't hate everything after the first season, but it was just, it did just kind of get to a point where like, I didn't care as much about it. And it was just kind of like a bummer. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, because the, the, you know, it's just the earlier stuff was so great. And
1: yeah, I would say like the first three seasons of the X-Files are, like pretty unimpeachable like there's some i mean i mean obviously some of the monster of the week episodes are like clunkers but i would say some of the most iconic episodes of the x-files are are within those those first first, like four seasons
2: yeah probably yeah i I, it's hard for me to like pinpoint when stuff is but yeah i mean that sounds about right (laughs)
1: I think we're ready for next week's (laughs) movie
2: (laughs) I was at a point I was like I was just waiting To see how long that silence was gonna go (laughs) (laughs) Um Yeah Good for next week's movie so yeah We have a regular cut pull And then our Anniversary episode Is after that so uh, One more before Before that (laughs) Uh so here we go and the movie for next week is. Oh, I almost took this one out. A documentary. We're going to watch Grey Gardens from 1975. Directed I've by David and Albert Mazes, Ellen Havda, and Muffy Meyer. So, four this directors credited. I...
1: <laughs> yeah. Travis will not be on this episode. <laughs>
2: yeah. I. I am prepared to be weirded out cause I don't know everything I've seen about this documentary has like really has like seemed made it really seem unsettling to me but at this I think that was maybe why I decided to leave it in cause I don't know I'm interested to see what I, I
0: feel like about. I started this and thought it was fucking it was just like not nah,
2: nah. oh it's on HBO
1: Max yes, mm. they don't have to pay four bucks this week
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> At least That's it's already re- bumping it up one point.
2: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there you go. It's on it's on HBO Max. It's it's an hour forty, so it's 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 close it's close to a tight ninety. Oh, I don't think you said that it's in episode forty eight, by the way. This is episode forty eight of There will be Duds. <laughs> um <laughs> It was episode forty eight. That's <laughs> it's mostly unintentional. If uh, you want to be here for episode forty-nine of The Will be Duds* next week and not be spoiled for Grey Gardens*, uh, watch before next week. Yeah, it's on it's on HBO Max. Da-da-da. These episodes come out every Wednesday at seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, the the video versions on i sp- 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 a bit about YouTube and uh, Twitch, <laughs> um, and same time in podcast form on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and more. Many more. We got we got socials on all the socials. We now have have a link tree that'll be in the description that will have links to all those socials. Everything. Everything. Uh, don't rate and review us. Just listen to us, please. <laughs> <laughs> or do both, I guess. Um. <clears throat> Yeah. I think that's it. I think that's that's the that's the shit. Uh So <sighs> I I am Where's my notes? I put my notes away that usually helps me at the end here. Um I am your Is there nobody? Oh. I'm your local rock band, pop label, uh, <laughs> <laughs> TJ, aka J Spot Jack Cheese, and with me as always.
1: Uh, as always, I am your uh, eternally cucked self impressionist painter girlfriend,
3: <laughs>
1: Nick, aka Dr. Funk, on Twitch, and with me as always. As always, I am. <laughs> i am uh out of focus
0: i i yeah i i much like the fake madeline and the real carl havoc because of this movie i do not want to be around anymore (laughs) travis (laughs) aka the super general
2: shit i just this is this is a retcon i don't know maybe i don't have to notice this but i forgot that the that the TV movie is also called Grey Gardens. We're watching the documentary from nineteen seventy five. I just want to <laughs> make that clear right to you guys. Was and like, I was like, "Why have I heard uh, of this before?" Yeah, there was like yeah, a the there was like a fictionalized one, like with Drew Barrymore documentary or whatever, but... now or something too. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yep. Um, Watch the nineteen seventy five or something like that. Yeah, I guess I did list the directors. So I guess if anybody pays attention to that one, they'll be like, "Hey, this one doesn't have four directors."
3: <laughs> uh
2: no. Okay,
0: that's right. Yeah, it's bye. Okay, bye.
2: Okay, bye.